All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, we are back. It's another uh, another barn burner here on Flames Nation and FlamesNation.ca. Boomer Pinder at Warner. Back in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Somebody's got a new toy. What's going on over there? Yeah, he's playing with his camera. Tower Chrysler Calgary. Consumer Choice Award winner voted our city, Southern Alberta's favorite Chrysler Dodge dealer. 10901 McLeod Trail South online, towerchrysler.com. I do have some video that I yeah. will share with the class. Uh, do you have to? Point this week, yes. I don't know that I needed me tarps off on the internet. Uh, we've all survived Stampede. It was last weekend. Tarps off. Tower uh, Chrysler had their big uh, pancake breakfast, raised some money for charity, and uh, some loudmouth. Some... Uh... Got uh, got Very dunked in the dunk tank. Opinionated loudmouth. Yeah, got his big. Good mouth, for you though. Got him in trouble. And he was in there at he least. Got in there, right? Yeah. That is that is the thing. I mean, it's definitely wears on you and becomes annoying. But I'm always up for everything. You are kind of up for uh, just about everything. Yeah. 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 So we'll uh, we'll maybe have something to share with the class. Surge in there as well. Uh, there was some malfunctioning with the dunk tank though. It was. It was your rigged. You cheater. It was triggered. It was, uh, if you missed and you hit the mat behind, it could touch a little wire. You were down anyway. Yeah. So there was a couple of times Serge would just be sitting in there and then bang, kaplang, and he would go. And I think he thought I was up to something. Was he blaming you? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, uh, 
it was a little sour at me there for a bit, but I I would never do such a thing. I don't know why he'd even think such a yeah. thing. Would, uh, would take it was cold. Place. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so what did you do? They, just, they were just trying to hose. I'm like, oh, the hose that's like warm when it for the 20 feet that hang out in the sun all day and the rest is like cold? Yeah. Yeah. From the depths of, yeah. I wasn't worried about you. I was impressed with the pancake breakfast because they had the sausage and the scrambled eggs yes they did there's yeah. some hokey half-ass joint i only went back three times yeah Just. only went back three times i don't know if that's a compliment or a comment on your new found restraint it's what is both it? okay yeah it's both uh so last week we were off we had uh some some programming for the people. We had the uh, Robin Regeer interview. I think people enjoyed it. We yes, it, lots uh, of good feedback on that. It, it was one of those, you're, you're really going to sit down at like three, three segments. And I had said at the time, I don't know that we planned on going that long with Reg. No. We just kind of got into it. And even after we finished, it was an hour, hour 20. And so we didn't really talk about uh, the Olympics. Really. Oh, there was plenty more. There was more. We did two and a half hours. A lot of meat left on the bone. Yeah. I was sitting in the next room because we were thinking we don't need three guys to interview one guy. It's probably a little more comfortable if it's a couple guys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to do something after this. I think we did a show after that what, that day. We, yeah, maybe, a weird yeah. afternoon recording. And I'm like, Jesus, they haven't even got to dig. It's not through junior yet. We're an hour in. <laughs> Yeah. There's, there's a lot of meat left here. Well, you're born in Brazil, and then you yeah. grow up a little bit in Indonesia, and then you come over, and then there's a car accident, and then you're traded for one of the more storied yeah. players in franchise mm -hmm. history before you ever play a game. So, yeah, there was a lot there. Tons. Yeah, there was a lot and there. tip of the cap to both of you fellows. That's, it's nice to yeah. see uh, <sighs> Rhett and Reggie go back and forth. Thanks, Ryan. That's yeah. That means a lot. I know. If you've not checked it out, it is obviously it's available on the YouTubes or go into your, you know, if you're on the road, you're doing some traveling podcast, get it in your ear holes, right. download the three segments and you'll enjoy it. We are here back in studio, obviously after a week. Now you almost, well, we'll start with you, right? You went to uh, La Belle Provence. Is that what it is? That is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I did go there. Province of Bells. Love bells. Montreal. Quebec. Did you have a croc madame? I did not have a croc. <laughs> what about madame? a croc monsoon? Did you have a croc monsoon? I like both. I did okay. not have either. I did have a cutlet sandwich that was second to none. Smoked meat? Bosa. Didn't go to smoked meat. Seats. Because you were up the, one side. I was, listen, I'm disappointed in myself, but I've shrugged it off because of this. Bosa, if I'm saying it correctly, I don't know. Yeah, Bosa. The ch the cutlet sandwich was phenomenal. I was on my way there, had seen the ratings for this sandwich as I was going to Schwartz for the smoked meat. Yeah. This was, this was right here. Wow. That boy needed a snack. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Delicious. How big is the sandwich? Any sides? What are we talking? No, price it's just a nice sandwich. It's yeah. you know we we've argued about it. How do we spell this? Bolt both B O S S A, I believe. Hmm. Like Marion Bosa, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Mike Bosa, that Islander great. Mm -hmm. uh, so how was was it hot? Was it steamy? Was it muggy? It, it was the sandwich or the rainy okay. Good. all yeah, day one day and sweaty all day yeah. one day and yeah. Major Swass was a long Big time. time. And I actually remember Major. being there as like a 16 or 17-year-old for a Team Canada thing. Yeah. And I think that's the first time I ever realized you could really just like drench a shirt in your yeah. own sweat yeah. without working out. I was telling you this morning, we were, Kerr and I, back in the old oldie time days, were there mm -hmm. for the draft. Yeah. And so the draft was 
Friday night, round one, Saturday, the rest of the rounds. And then on Monday, Hockey Canada was having its annual celebration of champions or whatever they call it, where they hand out the rings to all the teams that had won gold. So they had a bunch of people coming in and we stayed to do the, to do our show, the afternoon show with a bunch of those people on the Monday. Sure. So we had Sunday to, uh, Gallivant. Gallivant around. Bruce Dobigan, uh, of course, longtime writer and author. He was there. He's like, oh, I've lived in Montreal. I'll take you around. That was the day I had my first ever croc madame. Hmm. He's like, I I don't know what that is, but sure. She sounds delightful. Heavy. Is she? It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Now, I need to kind of go back. It's ham, right? Mm -hmm. Ham, cheese. But we're 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 doing an egg wash on that thing, oh, kind of French there's toasty. A bechamel kind of, in there yeah, too. bechamel. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just in Montreal. Yeah. Well, I've I've had the bechamel is key though. It's like your little kind of creamy, cheesy deal there. Um, but yeah, the food is food was good. The food is dynamite. Last part, got to see my old buddy Lombo. Yes, I that's right. That. He threw that the in the old group chat. Yeah. How's Who's he doing? this handsome man? Oh, he looks like Lombardi. an old prick. He does look like an old prick. <laughs> yeah, I was just going he to looks say, like an old banker. We're all aging. We're all getting old. I was like, look at you, you old, yeah, <laughs> yeah. gray-haired. Yeah, he's good though. He's out there raising two daughters, so he's involved in coaching them. And could still, still probably just skate circles around. Oh, yeah, he had that natural skating stride. It was yeah. just, it was still no, in good shape. No just effort. Wheel zipping around. This guy's yeah. zip, do it forever. Zip, zip. Yeah. Good old Lombo. Uh, and uh, so then you came back. So that was okay. So you're out in Montreal. Nice. Uh, did you s- some quality time with the shoveler? Yeah, a lot of heavy, heavy, uh, heavy. Yeah, we, we've got too heavy. much. Well, yeah, yeah. Really? It's heavy to carry around. Yeah, too much time with the shoveler. <laughs> you went to uh, almost La Belle Provence. Uh, the center of the universe, Dean. Yeah. yeah. The big smoke. Yeah, Hogtown, baby. Yeah, yeah. Got the boys to their first ever Blue Jays games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fellas put on a nice little uh, home sweep of the devil or the uh, mm-hmm. Diamondbacks. A little time on a farm, and yeah, it was Toronto, man. So you went to Ontario to go to a farm. That kind of just happened to be who we were staying with, and they they're very excited about their farm, and it was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Swim in the pond, sit in a hot tub, play tennis, whatever, like do whatever you want. Bonfire. Tennis, I wouldn't connect tennis to well, the they, farm. They're but... the city people, so they built a tennis court. Oh, I see. Farm. That's how you roll, I guess. See, and they must be old. We could, well, they must have built it a while back because now they just built months. Pickleball. They've owned yeah. it for months, pickleball. and they do have pickleball yeah. there as well. Yeah, they painted the lines God. for pickleball, yeah. It's, a pr- I, it's at the point now where I, if I tell people I haven't played pickleball. What? Mm-hmm. You, have, you haven't played pickleball? What the hell's the matter with you? You left your house in five years? What, what's the... What, Pickleball's taking over the world. Have you played? Oh, I'm a great pickleballer. Oh, are you? Yeah, you got to stay out of the kitchen, Dean. Come on now. Right. So I feel like I, there's weight. Why don't you come over? We'll play later. All right. Play a match. Sounds awesome, yeah. There's I noticed, a couple blocks uh, away. There's pickleball courts here. I noticed you had your uh, Blue Jay jersey on. Oh, two. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I went with the blue Donaldson on the Saturday and the, uh, the baby blue Bichette on Friday. Did you spill on it? Uh, not as much as you did on your Donaldson, if I remember correctly. Was that- just wondered if you had two because you were yeah. worried about spilling or if it was just the kids fashion. were very excited about the Blue Jays almost as much as dad was excited. I was going to say, Jays. I have a feeling they took after their old man, just vibrating. Well, the one was kind of like, Yeah, this is cool. Like, it's a circus, it's a sporting game, whatever. And the other one is like numbers mm-hmm. and sports. So, this was we went early 
the, the and you could see open that. 90 minutes early and yeah. we were trying to shag fly balls for batting practice for the diamondbacks 90 minutes before our first pitch your poor wife having to babysit all three of you her three boys yes just like i could just i, I saw it i could see mm. in the pictures there was you and the one kid ah! and then the other guy's like that's, that's all right it's good candy 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 yeah, candy it's candy, all right candy, 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 candy. you two donkeys uh but you were wearing the jersey because i know you don't wear jerseys to flames games that's I not your thing jerseys to flames games no i mean i got ridiculed when they were in the playoffs and i was not wearing jerseys right it was a big thing uh, to do I wouldn't say that I, uh, I, I'm a reporter or commentator on the Blue Jays. I'm an absolute fanboy. So you're a esteemed reporter of the Flames, are you? No. Respected but, member of the media? I mean, respected, no, but member of the media, yes. I'm not what a member H of the Blue Jays. What does that have to do with it? You're not allowed? Oh, is this like when I cheered for a score in the press box once? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. It's like that. I don't know. Yeah, Bob Stoffer wouldn't have any of that in Edmonton. He get kicked right out of there. Yeah. Bob Stoffer might take one in the chops then. So oh, poor guy. Wow, Bob, come on now. Bob's a good guy. Bobby. Bob's a good guy. Well, we a lot of times we will do this day in Flames history for our buddies over at McLeod Law. We'll switch it up just a little bit because today is kind of a day in Flames history, but uh, but not so Today's much. the day. Peter Klein of McLeod Law, he is the personal injury guy. You know that. You've heard us talk about it. But did you also know that he's the go-to guy for your disability insurance claim? Mm -hmm. If your long-term disability insurance company is refusing to pay insurance benefits to you, one call, and that's to Peter. He'll get you the disability benefits that you've paid for yeah. and you deserve. That's right. He will get your peace of mind back. You own it's all. It's all yours. Just get it all back. There's nothing unsavory about it why don't you just do what you're supposed to do for me or i sick peter klein on you klein's coming I'm even just the, i would think probably like oh god okay just do it do it they got peter klein from cloud law <laughs> it's like that oh, it's the stone cold steve austin music like the shatter god oh god it's peter klein's music god no yeah. pay the man pay the man yeah peter klein comes in gives the double birds to everybody you pay this man. He's been paying into disability insurance 15 years. Come on now. Put someone through a table. Then you leave with your disability insurance. It's pretty entertaining. Too. Yeah. It's good to watch. Yeah. Peter Klein at uh, 403-254-3864. McLeod-Law.com. So this day in Flames history is today. Yes. Today is the day the Calgary Flames announce they are going to be retiring the jersey of one Mika Kiprasov. Right to the rafters, baby. They're going to hang that some bitch up in the rafters. Woo! Uh, there you see it coming up in March. It'll be the uh, 13, uh, the 11th anniversary of <laughs> this, this March would have been perfect. 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Oh, three, 13, 23. Yeah, it's going up. I mean, it's know. going up. This is what matters. It's going up. Are we, I guess, this feels like one outside of the market. People be like, eh, really? He was kind of low-key one of the best of a generation, but because the team was so bad when he got there and then tapered off qu rather quickly after the lockout, I don't think he got as much pub as he deserved around the league. But well, the numbers he, are sparkling. And he didn't interact with the league. No. There was nothing. Yeah. Like he, he avoided it at all. Now, costs. one of correct one of Vesna didn't go? Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. I think it's not sounds. It is right. The, the reason that this may have taken 11 years to retire a man's jersey, uh, I, I think communicating with Mika, he, it might have taken nine or 10 years to, to get the response from the carrier, carrier pigeon yeah. that has to go to his land. And well, it's like you, you don't have email on your phone. No. You're a hard guy. Yeah, I don't know if he has of. a phone. 
Peter yeah. Hanlon phoned me and said those exact words. You know, the hardest part was whether yes, and and the response you you weren't like most yeah, people yeah. Were like yes, thank this is a mate. You're you know calling Mika if he answers or gets back to you. Mm-hmm. The response like he didn't go to accept the Vesna trophy. Yeah, think about that. Eh? Like, like late bloomer wasn't like oh it's my 12th i'm pat I roy i don't like, care i'm not going and you yeah. can't make me yeah that's wild and it wasn't mean-spirited right it's not like he don't got care. screwed by the media now, and now he's like i'm no. not talking to any of you guys it just was not not his thing at all and i think people would be surprised to know that the personality and the sense of humor that there is there Oh. You might just think, oh, this is just kind of an introverted, quiet guy that doesn't say anything. No, he just, media was not his thing. And it's funny because he's been back since, but it's never with any fanfare. And it's always the like pan to a box and Mika's drinking and everyone just starts like, oh, oh, oh. And he's always surprised yeah. by it. Like, dude, you're a fucking legend here. Yeah. Legend. Thing. I'm pumped for him. It's going to be fun. I was going to say, there's probably two things, right? I wonder how much of it maybe has to do with Conroy and Jerome being to be some in the mix Can not hurt. to say that the pre- any previous regimes didn't think that mika was worthy of having his number retired it just might be one of those things where okay previous well. regimes wouldn't understand the significance that mika played during that era yeah you could say he was great but the people on that team would you take understand it how yeah how important he was like you're not a playoff team without him type stuff no never mind move the know. franchise yeah. type stuff yeah and you've talked about it and I just had to, I know you get tired of telling these stories, but it's kind of the, the world that you're in. When you realize that you maybe had something special, because Roman Turek's the goaltender, you got this is not a playoff team. What is it, nine years they'd missed? Seven before, in a row, whatever yeah. it was. Um, Turek gets hurt. They make a trade with San Jose. Mika Kiprasov is third on their depth chart behind what, Nabokov and Boku- no, Toskala? Toskala, yeah. Toskala, yeah. And okay, well, see what this guy. White mask, throw him in the net, and it was almost immediate. Boy, second impact. rounder for this guy. I don't know. Jeez. I, I was looking this morning. Won 12 of his first 17 games, allowed one goal or less in 11 of them. The first was a 2-1 win over Montreal, Montreal. November 20th. With and you remember, saves, I remember getting absolutely roasted on a two-on-one for a backdoor tap-in. I'm like, oh, shit. And he saved it. Like, yeah. So, sprinted oh. across. Stopped it. I'm like, oh, oh I like here. that. It's been a while since I've <laughs> his seen lateral one. movement and flexibility was. I don't recall seeing anyone else that could do it like that. Like just the ability to go post to post and make saves. He was never dead on a play. He was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's the other thing that people don't realize him is how much he put into it. Yeah, the hours of he studied film and he stretched and he, you know, it. it might have been a different approach than some, I don't know, normal goalies do. Yeah. But he was over-the-top focused. I know just for us at that time, working at the radio station, just being at the rink, you did the afternoons, you just didn't leave. You get there for morning skate, mm-hmm. you stay to the afternoon show, and then it's a game day to see what time Kipper... I wondered, does he leave the rink after morning skate? Because mm-hmm. he would be there after, so late after, and then so early before. I, w- I just wondered some days, are you just kind of crashing on a trainer's table for an hour or two and then start your stretching routine and all that shit because he was dedicated to it we went through this the other day when you were here so a few weeks ago uh games played in full seasons in calgary 74 74 76 76 73 71 70 yeah 
last year he gets hurt and only plays uh, two dozen. But when he was, he was an absolute horse. It was he and Marty Brodeur and not many others could carry a load like that. Yeah. And there's some guys who maybe one season. Yeah, sure. No, we're talking what, eight in a row there? Maybe played a yes. crazy number of games. Jesus. Seven seasons in a row, 70 or more. Yeah. And if you're the coach, coaches are judged by how well you do. You like winning? And, and if this guy gives you that much better a chance to, to win, hey, Kipper, you're in? You're good? Okay. And I just remember after he left, when it, when it was over, you started to see the carousel of goalies, and none of them were really any good. It was yeah. a long time that you had gone since you thought about, well, who's starting tonight? I wonder, is the goalie oh, going to be any good tonight? He wasn't that old when he packed it in yeah. either. It was like, nope. it, it, he, it was his uh, remember, 36-year-old season where he got nicked up, and he had one year left at $1 million. Hated the coach. It was him or the coach. That was I sort remember of the word around the organization. We were down at the Dome for the trade deadline, and they'd talked about trading him, and I ran into him in the hallway. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going Go to Toronto because you were already working with me. So right? they had a deal done for Toronto. You're saying, or we're close. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there was a deal in Toronto, and there was one year left at one after that. And the thought it was one of those back diving deals that they outlawed in the next CBA, where you yeah. give a guy all his money up front, and then it'll get lower, 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 lower till it's a million bucks at the end, and you smooth out that AAV over time. And he just retired before the last year at a million, which again. The Coach. least surprising thing. That it is done. the least surprising thing, but he did love the game, and I think he probably left angry. For sure. I he think didn't it, need to leave. Can you talk they, about, because you mentioned the coach. The coach was, that was Hartley at the time. Mm -hmm. And I, that was right around the time Jerome has been traded and Bo Meester's out. And just the, that team was not going to win. Yeah. That team was not going to win. And you can't, what I'm trying, I got to say is Bob Hartley was hard on guys. Well, Kipper had played with guys that were hard on guys. Yeah, he'd Mike Keenan, Keenan Daryl yeah. Sutter, like he, he'd been through that ringer before. So that wasn't it. There had to be another level of bullshit that was going yes. on that was driving a guy that loved the game. Do not. He loved playing and he quit because mm -hmm. of a coach. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's, you know, it is. It's unfortunate for sure. It's brutal. His last year was the shortened. Oh no, it'd be mid-season. Yeah. Hmm. Twelve thirteen was a half season, was it not? That was the lockout for the first half. Then they come back. Yeah. And I, I what I had heard in the time I was working in Abbotsford at the time was like basically it's the goalie will stay, but only if the coach is gone. And that's kind of the spot that Mark Savard put them in with Greg Gilbert. And twice they picked the coach, which is a much more replaceable part than a star player. It's no, frustrating. Yeah. Three Vesna nominations, one win. He was only he was a first team all-star only the one time, but leads well again. Claims. I think it his his league-wide numbers. I don't kid yourself. Batman ain't happy that Kipper ain't showing up for yeah. the trophy. So if you don't think that that plays into it, well, if he's playing in Toronto or Montreal or New York, yeah. the guy's a god. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it is one of those, and I I don't think, it, like, who gives a shit? But I think that it'll be one that's met with a little bit of, I don't, I don't know. But in Calgary, if you were there, if you watched games, you realize how important you, he was. It, sorry, you know I kind of stepped on you there, but Ryan Miller was retired in Buffalo this yeah, year. Yeah. I felt the same way. I knew he was really good, but you don't understand, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's to each team. It's not, maybe he's, it's not Hall of Fame numbers, but. Yeah. 
certainly here. You had Vernon. Good luck getting another kipper of Vernon. Yeah. If you can, you've given yourself a chance. Yeah. There's he, he's in a group of two. Now yeah. was Vernon not almost in that same category it's, where it's people exactly. around the league were wondering, really? Well, we chatted with him, and that's gonna fall out, I think, in uh, August. We'll we'll air the Vernon sit down, 90 minutes with Mike. And he was he faced a lot of fire here. He was a Calgary guy, he wasn't a big goalie, and you know, he ends up getting a con Smythe in Detroit for his second Stanley Cup and put together a monster career in terms of games played and seasons. And again, a, a guy that I don't think got the respect he deserves. Oh, wow, look how good the 89 team, oh, look how good the wings were. He beat up Chris Osgood when he was supposed to be the backup en route to that con Smythe. He he was their guy by beating out a younger guy that was supposed to be the man. And you know, he gets the nod for the hall this year, and there are some similarities there. And Mika's numbers are Hall of Fame worthy only with one exception. He didn't play enough because he didn't get to be a starter until he was, what, 26 or 7? Yeah, he only had about 10 years. So, yeah, he had the seven years with 70-plus games, the half season after the trade from San Jose, and the lockout shortened season where he was hurt, and that was the end. So, nine years. If he plays 14 or 15, he's Hall. Like, yeah. The numbers are dirty. And to Vernon's credit, a couple of cops, a con yes. Smythe, there is, there is that, and Mika doesn't have that. And but I both, on, yeah, outside of the market, I, maybe yeah, not I just getting think, enough respect. But it's he is the leader franchise leader in shutouts and wins and goals against all of those major categories he is tops and over a short amount of time i guess yeah nine years is not short but still, it feels though, like yeah. it's kind of short you lose a year in there too um but it's it's very much deserved for it, sure that it's i don't short for a goalie of that caliber yeah. yes yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. like for he's well, he could play another year easy no so well he could have played five, that's what i was just gonna years. say with how he kept himself his body and his nothing to do with it. He was yeah. pissed off at one person. Yeah. You could have gone to a number of teams and played another three, four seasons and one year. Well, however, who knows? Games, 20, like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? The other part too, I think, because there's that surprise, like, really, do you think he's going to come? How did they get him? He's also, and you would know that you would appreciate this. His kids will probably be at an age. Yeah. where it's something that he can do for his family mm -hmm. not so much that they can see how great i was but it would just be it would mean a lot i would think for him as a yeah, father yeah, back to what i said like he, he left the game pissed off and after over time that goes away yeah and probably he misses it and has a little better understanding that it's he needed a better you know what i mean yeah. you you respect it more when you look back on what you did and for his kids now to come and see how big and important he was. I know before COVID hit, he was talking about moving back here because the family really loved living. Hmm. Then yeah. the world went to shit. Was he here for Iggy's retirement or not? I do I not think so. Because it was somewhere around them, but I didn't think it was that game. He, yeah. he, he was spotted in the dome. And I remember we talked about it on the show yeah. and it was like, no one knew he was in town yeah, and a doing? camera just panned to him and the yeah. place went nuts. That was at Christmas. Yeah. And it was too, like, yeah. I, I don't want to suggest I can get in his head, but watching his reaction to that i don't think he was expecting that at all like he gave a wave and the whole place went to standing ovation for like a minute yeah. and people are like losing their mind like, oh geez like i'm not suggesting that he doesn't know how popular he was here but i think that maybe was a reminder and maybe a bridge to where we are today where he is going to come back and it's not about him as much as it's about also letting these fans say thank you because this guy was an icon for a decade here it could be because I, I remember the night. <laughs> was, yeah. He was the last guy you thought would just 
show up. What? Yeah. Why? How? How are how you here? Why here? are you here? But it's it's going to be a nice night. I think that that's. I think it's richly deserved. And I was just talking with somebody the other day, or I guess a couple of weeks ago. Can we just take Newendike's number and McInnes's number, and let's just put them all. Let's just retire those fucking jerseys. Like I get, I don't, I don't, I never understood. No one has the forever aflame. And I don't, I mean, if it was Ken King's thing, I, I, I just, I've never really got it. It's dumb, but hall of famers, best of, of the best of the franchise of all time. There's a banner in the roof. I think Markstrom would understand giving up 25. And if you don't let anyone wear Megan, like I, I just, it never made sense to me. And I wonder if at some point in the future, you can wrap it around some other celebration. It's a little clunky. You bring both guys back, I guess, but get those numbers. That's retired. the awkward part now. Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I never understood it. It's silly. Still does. Yeah. And understanding how the team worked around that time, that that probably was a Ken King call. And I think when Ken was around, you respect that, okay, he's not perfect, but this is how he wants it. Time has passed. Yeah, There I, shouldn't be two categories of ring of honor here. Like, I'm sorry. There's, you're either up or you're down. You're up in the rafters or you're not there. Yeah. And I think you can try and describe or explain or lay out why it makes sense. But when you have jerseys retired and then jerseys honored, but, Still Not in retired. It's there's a it's clunky as hell. It is. So who else after Kipper? Well, Theo's always been a conversation, but I feel like it's not like Theo's new and this isn't a like, oh, well, now it's been a couple of years. Let's get him up. Like we're talking decades of this being a conversation. Theo should be up. And he should be up there and he should have been up there a long time ago. But whatever reason he's not up there is probably still here today. And, and sort of there's a thought that if ownership changed hands, Merit, that maybe ba- was a chance. Yeah, and I'm not getting into the politics yeah. of it or any of it, but accomplishment-based, Theo yeah. should be. Yeah. He's I, a polarizing the, guy. The real Hall, he should, I think he's got a strong case for. And whatever for whatever reason, he's not there. And Rogi Vashon 30 years later is going in. I don't. Yeah. We don't know how these decisions are made, but it seems odd that he's not in there because if you look at the franchise totals, he's right there for everything. Games played, points, goals, assists like winners, power play, like Theo was one of the greatest flames of all time. Now, what happened to, between him and an organization for him not to go up? I don't know, but I know he's good enough to be up there if we're just looking at the results. Yeah. And just the, the type and style of player, the league knew Theo Fleury. You would buy tickets in other cities to see that guy play. And it's, they've never, no one's worn 14 after him. To this day, mm-hmm. no one, Where's 14? It's just kind of been mothballed. You hope at some point that the two sides could kind of come together. Time would heal all wounds. Christ, remember when he tried to make a comeback? Yeah. Yes, and it was unbelievable. He scored that winner in either overtime or in a shootout in the preseason. The place was nuts. He was honking his book at the time, but (laughs) it was unbelievable. The place was going nuts. you like, preseason atmosphere? No, non-existent. Incorrect. There was one preseason game where there was atmosphere. Theo's return. So Theo Kipper goes up, and I—I I mean, all due respect, forty-four as well, right? Kipper's nothing without Chris me. Butler. You think is that good? Uh, was it Stephen Meyer? Who was it? Uh, anyway, Jonas Hoagland. But I don't know. I, does that feel like it's kind of it? Yes, for now. At this point, yeah. Johnny it's, would it's would not have been in... for everyone. 
Johnny would have for sure. He's yeah. a slam dunk if he resigned here. Matthew Kachuk, I mean, he was on that track. They're gone. Yeah. And like Michael Backlund, I thought uh, it was you could build a case, but you just wanted a little more success. And it, maybe he's the captain and they make the playoffs in a deep run, but we don't know if that's going to happen. It feels like he's close but no cigar if we had to do it, make a decision. Yeah. Do you really think Michael Backlund is? Uh, did you hear the ifs? Did the, you like, hear the ifs? But I, 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 I today absolutely not. But he's not even in that conversation at any time. Is he's he? a conversation to be the captain with for this club if he's around, and so that would. But jersey retirement. Yeah, okay. I mean, like I said, you need a deeper run and you'd have to be a captain for a bit. Wouldn't you lead the team in scoring once? If you're a scorer, you should do that. Yeah. Shouldn't you be? He's not. I guess no. We don't need to argue about it. (laughs) Um, So there it is. It was, it was, it felt like it was one of those ones that uh, was going to happen at some point. Happy to see it happen. Happy for Kipper. I am happy too. And I'm happy that he's excited. It'll be great. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. That will be good. And all, uh, you can't a game but... you can sell for higher than face value now. Uh-huh. March 2nd. You can't help but wonder what the speech is going to be like. Well, give us your best. He might guy. refuse to talk. I could see that. It, honestly, there's enough teammates around that he wouldn't need to if he didn't want to. Come up and say thank you. Let everyone else tell stories. Yeah, he may just thank you. This is great. He might, I'm sure he'll say something, yeah. but it might, I don't think you're going to get a 20 minute no. monologue from him. Right? Like he's going to. It had a good time here. Thank but you. I do wonder, yeah, to that end, if it might surprise you because it it's a meaningful It's going thing. to mean so much to him. It's not going to be just absolutely no off. Yeah. Like he's going to consider it. Got another name for it in the chat here. Just saw it in the comments. Geo feels close. Fringy. Uh, that whole group just is missing one deep run. That's yeah. all it is, really. Yeah. If if you went to a cup final with Gio and well, you know, how wins about a Norris some, how about some playoff games as a flame? Yeah. Again, that's the deep run. That's what it does, right? Right. Like I remember when the Stampeders put Alan Pitts on the whatever they call it, the Ring of Honor, or whatever, <laughs> and he left before the game was over. I think he got a car, a free truck, or something, they, and he just hopped in this rig and was like, <laughs> "It was, it was." I mean, disrespectful. I, I don't know if it doesn't mean anything, but it was. I felt bad for the Stampeders. They roll out the red carpet for one of the best players that's ever played for them, and he couldn't give a shit. He just that he showed up at all. Then don't come. Then don't, don't do. Well, it. I don't. Not. I don't know. It was pretty disrespectful. Another great comment here. Um, talking about retired numbers. Forty-four should be retired. The question is: Is it Saddle Dome or Cowboys? Now, they did change locations. Do you, you still bring the old banners to the new rinks? Do you take a 44 wow, from the old Once again, camera? my longevity. It's the longevity thing. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a large impact in a small amount of time. We tip our cap to you, sir. McLeod Law, Peter Klein, he is a personal injury, whether it's whatever it is. If, if you're in a situation where you need some legal help, it's McLeod Law. Proud of their Calgary roots, big part of their longstanding client relationships. They understand this city and the people in it and share a commitment to making a positive impact on Calgary. McLeod Law. McLeod-Law.com. Um, Go ahead. I have one thing that yeah. I want to talk about from my trip in Toronto, which has nothing to do with anything I didn't try, except that when I heard and thought about it, I'm like, this is what I need for the show. No one cares about the gallivanting. Um, do you know Moon Mist ice cream flavor? All the rage in Toronto. I got Moon Mist, Moon Mist, Moon Mist. I do not. You have a research project, my friend. Right. Apparently, it, it's a monster in the East Coast. It's coming west. Can moon it be mist. found in this 
I believe region. with uh, the level Proper of dedication, dedication we yeah. have to this sort of topic on the show, men, we have a moon mist project. Sure. Somebody had a fireball. One of my kids' friends had a fireball ice cream in Buffalo. Getting hammered on ice cream. <laughs> of course, it's in Buffalo. So your kid drink the drinks wine? or the... I heard something Buffalo over the last week. I forget what it was. Like, oh, yeah, it's from Buffalo. So, yeah, that makes sense. Do you miss Buffalo? No. No. Is this the time of year to not be? Like, is it muggy? What is it like? It'd be, yeah. Because yeah. you're right on the lake. I can't imagine it's comfy. Yeah. It'd be some humidity. Did you ever take the kids to the... Niagara Falls. Have you done the? I've never the gone to Niagara Falls with the kids. Yeah. Which I can't. It's one of the like. In a way, it's like my oldest was like five and a half before he saw a mountain. Yeah, and he lived here. Can't drive. Just yeah, forty-five <laughs> minutes. Uh... My daughter, who is uh, going to be twelve, she went. Uh, grandma takes a grandkid on a trip, just like a one-on-one -on -one thing. So Sweet. they went to Niagara Falls. Huge hit. Love Made of the it. mist. Yeah. It feels like it's maybe a one-day thing. It is. You go, you see it. It's like, hey, this is, look at the hive of activity. There's mm -hmm. so much happening. Canadian and then it's better uh, than American Falls. It's all that's happening. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, and then Where else unless Superman makes an appearance, that's it's right. kind of over. <laughs> that's Seen right. It. Yeah. Uh, last week was out at, I don't even know what you call it. But it was where uh, Brian Burke in town for the uh, shooting uh, targets for kids out by DeWinton. Yeah, what is that called? My goodness. It's the, it's the shooting center. The Calgary yeah. shooting center. Ahia. Yeah. Ahia is what it uh, what it is. So Brian I'm was trying back. to talk about the event, though. Isn't there they're named for the event? Targets for kids. It is the targets for kids in support of kids sport. And it's it's one of the best. It's fun. It's so fun. It's Credit. To, and you know what? It was Kerr that actually started it. And then I think Brian took part one year and he's, this is great. Yeah. And they will put your name behind it. It's only going to get bigger. Which is very Kerr of Kerr to yeah. start something on his own and yeah. then let someone else put their name on it and then just quietly run the whole thing. And like Kerr Trump. runs the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Loves it. Yeah. He runs the whole thing. So they had uh, Nazem Kadri made an appearance, came nice. out and did surprisingly well for a guy that's never shot a gun. Athlete. Yeah. Did surprisingly well. Uh, it was a who's who. It was good to see Brian again and uh the the new general manager of the flames was there hmm new gm yeah. Jonas, what is it uh good to see conroy what's he got nothing to do i uh well i, I think that oh, he's got uh, stampede you lost pictures of him that stampede yeah. living it up he and don baloney were figuring out this lindholm situation know, yeah. in one of the tents good work boys i uh i i feel because like we're he can't oh there's no win he can't go anywhere no. now so what are you doing? How come? Did you get any offers? So is there nothing? What is Lindholm? What are you doing? What, How's that tent after a few oh pops? My God. Hey, Craig. Can I get security, yeah, please? please? Like, bugger off. You got to be in one of those sky boxes at Cowboys or it's no good. Yeah, so. I saw Berkey once and it was just tape and he was by himself. He just wanted to watch and wanted to deal with anyone. Yeah. That's how you do it. He's had a good visit with Craig. He's Craig. It's yeah. Again, you feel as good for him now as you ever did. So he told you too much. What do you know? <laughs> Uh, well, I was telling Red Craig, on, the, right? on the way here, and I don't think Craig would mind. He's there's there's him, and then of course Jerome, yeah. Jerome Aginla. You may have heard of him. Uh, not a differing of opinion. I love it, but Jerome Jerome has some opinions for sure. This is not he is trumpeting for yes, other, he's yeah. not trumpeting for change. He has an opinion of what the team should be. This is not one of those things where 
Uh, he's going to get a check of some sort every couple weeks, and he's just kind of a figurehead. <laughs> Who is waving the from the yeah, suite? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Bobby Bonilla. He gets the July one yeah. million bucks. No, and you wondered about you know Wayne with the Oilers. Oh yes, or yes. you know Paul Coffey or whatever. No, Jerome is very invested in what this team should look like and how it should play and all of that sort of thing. Wayne, so, would you take a million dollars to come to three games here? Yes, I would. Yeah, <laughs> this is not one of those things. So it's uh, it's. Pretty... I th- I think that's important and that's good. It is. And especially because you've said they've always been like this and it isn't contentious so much as competitive. Yeah. And, and that's good because that means they're both going to be mulling over different ideas here. Like, oh, I never thought of it that way. You, you got to be wrong. But let me, I, I'm thinking about that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I love the bits. So but yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's maybe the least so surprising thing. Yeah. But I think as a fan, you'd be happy to hear that. Yeah, this Jerome is in already wants to win wants this team to, to look and be a certain way okay yeah and uh, you know we we can definitely speculate wildly too far but i think <laughs> if you are trying to pitch something to the decision maker of all decision makers which is the owner i feel like jerome's got his ear a bit yeah that's not a bad guy to have on a management team i'm not <laughs> suggesting he'll tell anyone what to do but I'm sure there's lots of people that don't have the opportunity to tell the owner what to do or what their ideas are. And I, I don't agree. think Jerome's shut out of that. Yeah. I think those are two guys with some, some sway walking into ownership's office and saying, here's, here's what we think, here's how here's we, how we feel, that sort of thing. Of course, Craig is so great. So, I mean, Jerome wants this. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know Jerome, but you know, I can't just go and it's not that easy. Jerome. <laughs> so poor Craig. Poor, you know, he's maybe the best guy for it. He can just kind of handle it and shake it off and shrug it off. It's interesting too for him because I asked him just about how his life is going to change and what. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get Craig in. We've been kind of dragging our feet, and he wants to come in, which is awesome. So we're going to get Craig here in the, the next little bit. Um, but for him, he does. It's not. It's important for him to continue to go and watch the next wave of players. Yes, as opposed to pro scouting. And going and watch other NHL teams, mm-hmm. you can kind of get a, a read on those guys. You got pro scouts and that sort of thing. Okay. He wants to go to World Juniors. He wants to go to see the next wave so that when the draft hits, yeah. he's not taking other people's word for it. Yeah. yeah. He has watched these kids. So that's for him important. And that was the role he assumed under Brad. Like he went to all those events, he was at all the major international yeah. tournaments. And I feel like if you had to, see okay here's a report card on what gms do you know there's cap management and there's understanding the cba there's negotiations there's arbitration scouting is what he's best at because it's what he's done the most of and i think he really enjoys that like when we talked with him on the floor in nashville like he wasn't regurgitating what his scouts had told him about samuel Honzek. he was like i remember this game and this was happening and they needed a lift and we saw him do this it's like that is where his area of expertise is it's not in like how do i hide this guy on ltir to find more money and you have people that can do that i think scouting is his bread and butter and even when i was in abbotsford he was very young in that special assistant to jay feaster he was always watching the players and philosophizing about how a game should be played or what a player could do that that's where i felt his strength was and you would think if there was one thing that maybe you'd be happy to shed would be traveling to Switzerland and Austria to these tournaments to go and see the Ivan Halenka or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, you know. Maybe they travel better than us, dude. Maybe, yeah. Although I heard that's maybe not always the case, but... Uh, but <laughs> Ice storms in Quebec. <laughs> so neat to hear for Craig, because with, with Brad for living, he traveled with the team. Mm-hmm. He was almost a full-time 
traveler on the road with the team and was around that. And then if they were in a certain space or a spot, they, he would go, you know, from there to see either the Wranglers play or the heat at the time or whatever it was. But I think Craig, and I think he's maybe said this, probably expects to be with the NHL club a little less yep. and more going and doing yeah, hockey that's, watching. That's not right or wrong. That's just yeah. a different, uh, I guess, assignment of responsibilities with your front office. You've got a Dave Nonis. You've got Don Maloney. You have some people on the, the data side. Like, I, I think uh, that that's not for better nor worse. I think it's probably for Craig the best fit because it's what he's best at. Yeah. And I, like, let's be fair. I think if things continue to go the way we think they're going to go, they're going to have lots of picks to use because there's not a lot of re-signing happening at the moment. And that doesn't mean it won't happen, but it feels like a team that's going to turn players into picks in the next year. Are people, are fans that you talk to, and I just wonder, I guess you guys have been out of town, but just with Stampede, you just run into more people. Are people unhappy, uneasy that nothing has happened? I think there's some concern. And and I don't know that it's it's wrong to be concerned, but I also think that you have to give Craig the full off season before you can grade him on the off season. But I, I definitely think things get harder after July one because there's just not much money or room in the system by not trading anyone but Defoley prior to the draft. Not getting those picks is one thing, but the other is that soon after the draft, teams that are looking for D have gone and spent or made their trades. Like it's just going to be way harder to get stuff done. Doesn't mean he won't, then he can't. Yeah. It just seems like a more challenging task than it did a month ago. But there is a bit of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think the expectation was that we were going to come in and make big sweeping changes yeah. and it didn't happen. And I think probably people's concern is, are we going with the same thing? Unless I, I had a rant yeah. about that at the end of the year last year. A few. You've had some good rants. You've been on a heater here. Uh, and, and I think that it's not even necessarily bringing these guys back. It's bringing six UFAs back that I think is even another layer of, of, uh-oh. You play to your strengths, too. It, it could go either way. It can, it can, you know what I mean? Guys can play better as UFAs. Yep. That typically sure. happens. And they're easy to move at the deadline. The challenging, I think if you want to paint the toughest spot for Craig to be in, what if they're second in the Pacific at the deadline yes. and nobody's signed? That's, that's that's the terrifying spot. And if you want to worry about things, there's lots to worry about in the world. But for Flames fans, that seems like the tough spot. If they're bad, this is really easy. You sell all the guys. If they're good, this becomes really tough. Well, and if they're good, it changes everyone's effing opinion about staying. I totally agree. So, like, if this is a team that is on track to be a home ice in the playoffs, and I'm not suggesting that's the most likely outcome. I'm just saying that crazy things happen in this league all the time. No one thought Seattle was going to be anything this year. You know, Vegas missed the playoffs a year ago. They win the cup. It's, I'm not suggesting that they're due for it to be second in the Pacific, but crazier things have happened than a, a veteran team, you know, like this one finishing second in their division. If that happens, you're in a really tough spot. <laughs> so I just, I'm li listening to you guys and I agree with you. I, and I just, that's the only thing that's of course going to happen, right? Is there going to be in the mix for a playoff spot? They'll probably be in that. The, they'll win some games. And I think they'll be in the mix for a playoff spot, but I don't I think that uh, I'll say it again, and I'll say it on behalf of the fans. Mm -hmm. The fans are willing to suffer yeah, to build. If you get a plan and say, hey, we got a rink in 2028, and we want to be competitive when that's happening, I think a lot of people would be on side with that. But there's also this spot where you're kind of stuck with some vets right now anyway, and why not run it until midseason, and then you at least know if you're competitive or not. Because you're right. If they're bad, it's easy. It's super easy. So it 
Tanov, you're gone. That's Backlund, not... you're gone. Lindholm, assets. Hannafin, assets. Yeah. Shillington, you're young. What the do you look like? The best thing that could happen you? is that they all play well, and still the goalie's actually the shits. Or you something, could, yeah. You could sell there. Because... Yeah, no, you want individuals to play well. Yes. But I don't think it's like the Flames were great last year, and I think Noah Hannafin was fine. I think Elias Lindholm was fine. I think Chris Tanov was fine minus some injury. Um, that would be the only fly in the ointment there is if someone, if one of them gets hurt. Well, and that's what makes it scary, right? Carrying six UFAs in, that's a lot. If it's one or two, the odds of someone getting hurt are pretty low. If it's all of a sudden, you know, a third of your, of your bench is UFA, yeah. any injury is like, uh-oh, is this one of our guys? 100%, I totally agree. It's just, I think that if you're Craig, you got to look at it and go, so I take a shitty trade now to yeah, avoid the risk it. of injury. Yeah. yeah. No. Screw that. And yeah. honestly, and if, if he leaves and they all if they all leave, then we have to say cap space. Yeah. And yeah. And maybe you know what? At, at that point, you don't have to worry about duct taping a competitive team together yeah. when you know it's hurting you in the long run. Don't just get cap space. Get some, cap get space something. and assets would be the best, Dean. Yeah. You know, cap space and first rounders from this draft we were just at three weeks ago, that would be the best you, you could know what, do. Though, but, but there's good players every year. You can take a look, and we've talked about it, not to rehash shit we've been talking about for weeks, but you take a look at some of the moves that have been made or the lack of moves or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be that surprised because there's no home runs being hit. The only home runs are guys that are getting something for nothing. Yes. that Cap space is almost more valuable than players. It seems like Kevin There's Hayes, Taylor Hall, and there was one other significantly good player that basically all went for peanuts. And, and Hayes coming off career. It's just money. And that's you. Think about the spot you're in. If you have cap space, you could have added a legit top six NHL forward for free. So the Conroy is not getting a boatload of firsts and, and, and to take, Noah Hannafin and his five million and just slot it in there. I don't know if what the appetite is to to eat money on contracts. I think you do whatever you do short term. But I wonder if that's enough, like you say, if that's come to camp, start the season, and then we can talk about eating money on deals. I, if I'm an owner, I know how I'm going to do things, but I don't get to be the owner. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, Hannafin could say he's not going to resign here. There's zero probability of him not showing up to camp. Yeah, yeah, he has to to You're make money. And if he doesn't show up, he loses that free agency this year. It pushes back a year. He owes the Flames a year. This isn't about Noah Hannafin. This is about Craig Conroy managing a guy that isn't going to resign here. What, what are my offers now? What are the risks involved with carrying him into the season? Who is he playing with? What 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 is his value at the trade deadline versus late summer? Where's the cap going to be next year? That's all part of the decision making process. It's nothing to do with Noah. He's already no. said no. The, his his part's done. Yeah, I think there's that, and maybe to some, but it's not the I'm never I'm not coming back to Calgary. It's I'm not necessarily spending the next eight and years. And again, yeah. a guy can change his mind yeah. if you're in first place and go to the Stanley Cup Finals. That might change. Hundred percent. Anyway, and and again, this this class of next summer. There's a we talked about it a bunch, and again, don't want to feel like we're spinning our wheels, but it has been two weeks. There are like 15 to 20 borderline stars that are up next summer. One guy's signed, and that's Kopitar, who's a career king and is 37. 
Even the guys we know are going to resign in their places aren't going to do it yet because they want to know more about the environment they're walking into. Steven Stamkos is probably going to re-up with the Lightning. Are you kidding me? But it's not done. It doesn't mean he's not going to do it. I just think everyone wants more clarity on what next summer is going to be like. You're a shitty agent if you ain't telling your guy. And so in this market, it's painted as these guys don't want to be here. But I think closer to the truth is, is these guys aren't committing to be here long-term today. Yeah, And that's what Craig's asking them. Can you give me a decision this summer? He's not saying, will you resign next June when we know what the cap looks like? He'll say, well, I, I need to get there and see what the cap looks like. But right now, I don't think it's good business, if you're an agent, to lock guys into stuff because I think a lot of people are expecting a windfall. And we haven't had GMs with money to spend in bidding wars in a long time. Remember how silly July 1 used to get? I think it's still going to be silly. The only thing that's held it back has been a flat cap for like three to five years. Like when Mitch Marner signed at his deal, it was what, five years ago, four years ago, the cap is like $2 million less than it is today. That's not a normal universe in the NHL. It's just the pandemic fucked everything up. So that's, uh, you know, sorry, Craig. Things are great. Welcome that, to the NHL. It's your dream job. Yeah. It's for making more money, right? That'd be a pay raise I to go to so. the GM chair. A little less sleep though. How do you weigh those two things? Yeah, I don't know count your money instead of sleeping what do you do i would yeah okay. i mean if i'm gonna lose sleep anyway i was watching something retro on uh on the on the youtubes or whatever it was and it got me thinking about uh, about bonton and you said it this morning it's already the 18th of july there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. If you haven't planned a big blowout barbecue or something, I saw this thing. It was this guy just went and bought a like a prime rib roast, but it had the big tomahawks. Yes. And how they, ping, 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 you know, ping, how ping, they ping, ping. take all the whatever it is, the fat and that, and they bang it down. So you got the tomahawks. And the guy was just like, I just went for it. <laughs> I just went for it. You know, I, we Some were having vibes there. Eh? We were having people over so you can have hot dogs and you can have burgers or you could do this. And he had this monster and Greg Keller will talk. Is it seven bone, six bone? I forget what it he is knows, yeah. in that prime rib thing. And he had these monster tomahawks 
And it's like, yeah, that's we're not getting any younger. Live for today. Summer's right? not. Oh. Summer's Live for not, today. Let's go. Now that you've said that, right? I'm, I'm getting one. I just <laughs> he's made an order. Yeah, and this guy he was putting the he's putting the rub on and everything, and then whack, 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 and people were like, "Oh my god!" Like the fanfare when these tomahawks hit the table. Not saying you you, you can do burgers and dogs, I guess, or go to Bonton and treat on, yourself. Yeah, do those on Monday. Yeah, or go and talk to Greg, and if, if maybe you're having people in for the summer, that's the other thing. Oh, what do you get? They're in the business. Hey, Greg, hear about you on the barn burner thing. We're having so-and-so want to do something special. What should we do? What do you think? Well, we could do some of this. We could do some of that. He's probably going to set you up just fine. He's going to have some idea what, how to handle that situation better than you do. Yeah. Lean on the expert there. I've still got that picture of those tomahawks. Yeah, those are special. My kid, he's like, this is, what is this steak? <laughs> yeah. This might be, this is the best steak I've ever had. Yes, yes it is. It is. Yes. Yeah, it is. This <laughs> is the best steak can confirm you've that. ever had in your life. A Calgary tradition. You see it there since 1921. They treat people like family. They care about you when you get in there. They care about you after you leave. AAA Alberta beef, free range poultry, grain fed Alberta lamb, milk fed veal, pork. I got, we, we got to talk about pork too. Do we? Yeah. Not, not right now. We do. Okay. All right. Is it bologna fest? Bonton voted Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner, Best Deli Meat Market, 28 Crowfoot Circle, Northwest, BontonMeatMarket.com. Get up there and uh, make make the family the family event a special one with uh, with Greg and with Bonton Meats. <clears throat> yeah, thanks for making my mouth sweat again, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it, it, it did. It was one of those things I was watching this like, oh my God, that looks good. And he said, I just thought, well, you could do burgers anytime. Let's really do it. Like You're right, dude. I don't know who the hell you are, and you're just on Twitter or some dumb thing. I don't know what this is, but you're right. I totally agree with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. Uh, are you ready to do a thing? Yeah, let's do a thing. All right. Now, is there sports in this, or is it just dumb shit? Very show? little. And you know what? We've been off for a week and a half in terms of the live shows. That's a lot of time for dumb shit to pile up on the yeah, internet. And I was hoping. Between Jack and I, we just throw it in a little chat that's just the two of us. We're not talking. We're just compiling. It becomes a library of stupidity. Yeah. I'm all done with stupid. A stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah. Done. Collaboration of stupid. That feels like what we should be good at. Now we are going to start with a little flames up top. All right. Fair but enough. trust me, we got more than our fair share of stupid. Pinter report a presentation of Village Honda. They want to buy your ride. It's the buy your ride event. Even if you don't buy theirs, they want to buy yours. Top trade and appraisals. Payment in 24 hours. It's stress-free and for a limited time. You can get a family ticket bundle for the Cavalry FC clock's ticking on that as well get your complimentary appraisal done today village honda northwest auto mall online villagehonda.com village honda brings you the pinder report all right boys we start with uh mika fest it'll be march 2nd at the scotiabank saddle Dome. there it is the uh the artwork from the calgary flames the greatest goaltender in flames history i would argue he will join the hall of famer mike vernon in the rafters it wasn't the longest of times, but it did feel like the best of times for a Flames organization that had missed the playoffs for nearly a decade straight before uh, Rhett brought him in via pushing Mike Greer into Roman Turek. Thank you again, Rhett, for saving the franchise and bringing in this savior. Here for you, folks. And I hope you're here for him on March 2. Now, you were saying, how does this work? You just did the Iggy thing. There's going to be a lot of former players. Are we talking about, uh, is it like a wedding? Do we get invites, save the dates? How, how do you, uh, what, what happens? I was here? informed by uh, 
Peter Hanlon. So apparently I'm on some sort of list Ooh, of people to talk to. I, I feel like inner circle here. Come on. He brings him to town. Oh, four. Get Part me the, up on stage. Talking. That's I'll right, let you know. I think that might be the only stipulation. Rhett, we'd love to have you very close to the podium. You're not allowed to speak. But you have some of that fireball ice cream <laughs> and then they hit you on the mic. It'd be perfect. Um, now, the most Mika thing to do, of course, as we kind of danced around, would be to not show up to your own retirement, but kind of do. This is one of our listeners. The perfect Mika retirement would be him no showing on that night, only to show up the following game with a beer in his hand waving to the fans. That, that would, would be, be him. Or it's like one of those, uh, was it Sting that always walked through the crowd? Like one of those wrestlers, like, where is he? Where is he? And he walks through the crowd. Yeah, face paint. <laughs> Love it. Other Flame stuff. Here's your uh, midsummer lineup, courtesy Kent Wilson, old Flames Nation scribe and good pal of the program. That's kind of what we're looking at, guys. All those offseason trades. Well, there's been one. And I don't really mind Yegor Sharangovich on the top line opposite wing of Huberto. There's some... If you want to talk about speed and finishing, but maybe not piling up the points, put them with Huberto. And Lindholm and Huberto, I keep getting the sense this is going to be a thing this year. It was not last season for whatever reason. We will see. And this will, I'm sure, change down the road. There's some rookies in there, some younger guys. Speed, please. Here's Lindy's got a, Lindy wants to play with guys he likes. That is what Daryl said. Yeah. I, uh, Lindy's their best player and yeah. wants to play with guys that he yeah. likes playing with. There you go. So I'll, you know, see how I, that goes. Maybe he likes different people each season. Paul's names. He's going to like this. Oh, I'll keep it out this year. Uh, here's a poll question for you. If you really want to get depressed, uh, this is from our boy, Jimmy Johns, a famous uh, restaurateur, sandwich maker and flames critic slash uh, Twitter dude. Extend Lindholm at nine and a quarter times eight or get nothing back for him. Pick one. <laughs> that's not a good poll question got, hey? because it's good and I hate it. Yeah. Right? It's not for nothing, though, because like you said, there's the trade would there's... be for nothing. The cap space would occur. And even that you're thinking about that as the better option probably tells you, where tells you how much he's not worth. Again, I'm going to try and bring it up every time we discuss this. It's not about Lindholm. It's about the other signings that are right. chewing up so much money. That is fair. We will move to uh, some news yesterday made by the organization. They have hired an AHL head coach. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhett Wa Trent Cole. Son, right behind my back. The buggers. Trent Cole. Uh, former assistant coach in Vancouver. Head coach in Utica. Their AHL affiliate for quite a while. He sort of got slapped with this. He doesn't develop kids, but he also was working in Jim Benning's AHL affiliate for a long time, so there wasn't a lot of kids to develop. Well done, Ryan. Uh, still got we it. shall see. You still got it. Um, but, Brought her uh, back. Congrats, Trent. Way to go, Trent. Welcome to Calgary. Best of luck. And you know what? It's been a good couple of years there winning, and they're going to graduate some guys, I would think, but maybe not. We still don't have clarity on how many goalies they're going to bring, and if any of them are named Dustin Wolf. I feel like Wolf would help any team he's on. Maybe it's Trent Coles. Maybe it's uh, Ryan Huskins. I know from experience that having a good goaltender will help your career, whatever yeah. else you do inside the organization. See, they should bring him in. This is good stuff. Goalies. Insider. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyone speak Swedish? How's your Swedish, right? Oh. Hey, Lango from Huffala Lale. Hey. No, I was trying to do the the cook. Oh, the Swedish chef. Borsky, yeah, Borsky. Yeah, the most. Yeah. 
feel like that's Bork, uh, Bork, Bork. I know where you're going with this. Anders Bjork. And uh, well, let's have a look. Yeah. Dean, you're the you're the one I don't with either. Swedish I... blood. So uh, give us a read here. Uh, Michael Backlund, Umska, 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 Askarada uh, Framtiden. Calgary's full of slots. Is that what that says? <laughs> Jeez. Beslut. Just during Come on, Mike. Var et Jatasvart Beslut. Borski, Borski. I mean, it was Stampede. Yeah. I, so maybe that's what he's talking about. Uh, apparently, apparently. Uh, Google Translate saying yeah. Michael Backlund will not be resigning here. But again, uh, careful now, Google Translate. And we are in the offseason. Hates the Flames. <sighs> apparently, he's, he wants to apparently. leave with Molotov cocktails in the rearview mirror. Hates the city, never liked it. Or it's just, you know, a negotiation on his last contract in the league, probably. Yeah, because I, I had seen that it was another... Uh... From Robert D. Landstrom, uh, Michael Backlund has name. just one year left in his contract with the Calgary Flames and has chosen not to sign a new one. Quote, it was a very difficult decision and we thought about it a long time, mm-hmm. says Backlund to VLT. Borsky Borsky Media. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So again, a uh, lot can be lost in translation. You just never know. But And you wonder about the context. Is he talking about... The extension, is it ever? Is it what was the offer? Concrete here, or were we differing on terms? Or if they change their offer, does that change the opinion? I don't know. Borski, Borski. Let's go to have some fun. That's enough serious nonsense for now. Now, do you know this minor league team, the Savannah Bananas? Mm -hmm. The and they're always doing crazy shit. There's umpires breakdancing, and there's pitchers doing dance moves, and you know they're, they're pretending to throw baseballs and another guy would throw it i don't know what the rules are i don't know what league this is it feels like dinner theater for baseball fans they're having fun too much i don't yeah. think the baseball purists like it red it's too much it fun seriously enough at all so one of the rules for the savannah bananas is if a fan catches the ball and it's not a home run like it's foul and they catch it you're out so i believe we're down to the final out of the game for the savannah bananas when you consider that hosley's two for two with two doubles an rbi and a walk-off Dustin Baber with a barrel, but foul! Caught by a fan! And that's your ball game! A laser beam from Dustin Baber! What a play by that young man! And the Nanners win five points to one! And the entire team going out there to swarm the fan! That is why you bring your club to a ball game! answered by the fans! The Bananas win it 5-1! Nanners! Are you kidding me? The Look at our hero tonight! They're having That's fun. Great. I, I I need to know more. Well, how could baseball be this fun? Well, you can't be having too many paid folk, though. Too many. Well, if it's <laughs> the Blue Jays going to do that? No, God, no. I'm, I'm not talking about Major League Baseball. I'm saying like we're not like let's get a Savannah Bananas in Calgary. I want some idiot dinner theater baseball we can laugh at and get hammered at. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. Come on, guys. Whoever's in charge of that, let's go. I remember the big Chiefs fan, the old uh, Chiefsaholic, the guy that yeah. was Robin Banks in a wolf outfit that got shoutouts in the Chargers schedule release video. It's come to a rough end for their our uh, pal here. FBI arresting Ooh. him. Chiefsaholic. Uh, bank theft, transporting stolen money across state lines. That um, that was quite a twist. I didn't know that any of us saw that coming. And you didn't see him on the broadcast. Mask. That's why he's all see, genius. Be the fan that catches the foul ball. Don't be this fan. Yeah, don't be the fan that robs don't banks go. on the road trips to watch the Chiefs. Don't be pulling off heists <laughs> on a road trip. He's got a good mask, though. How are you going to know it's him? 
Staying in the AFC West, uh, the surprising and yet not surprising news, Phil Rivers having another kid. Guess how many? For oh, eight. Ten! Oh! Put that thing in a holster already. Jeez. I think his holster is, well, we don't need to say it. That's his 10th child, Rhett. Dude needs a new hobby. That's a decade of stacking them. That is impressive shit. Dedication. And it's the same wife the whole way because, gosh dang it, Phil's a good religious boy. won't even curse. Not that, you know, that means change wives, but I mean. I tried not to curse. I bet you he cursed when he heard that. (laughs) Honey, I'm pregnant. Golly gee, shucks. Dang it. Philip. Phil, you don't Phil. Phil, the other nine kids are here. Don't use language like that. Ten kids, Red. What the hell difference does it make if you got nine or ten? That's more than Glenn Cross. That's that's so many. Love, Kurt. Ten? It's a lot. Ten. How do you keep? Tra- I feel like the kids just raise the kids at this point. This is like next. It's like a That's genius brain now moment. You don't even have to parent. His oldest kids oldest are probably parents. Plenty old to watch the youngest. Yeah, God. and he's coaching one of his oldest kids. It's going to be expensive. Phil's done okay. There's going to be some costs to. I think uh, Phil netted about two hundred M's in his career or something like that. He'll be all right. We'll see. Taxes. Terrible choice. <laughs> he wasn't California. It's up to Indy that one year. Uh, okay, we'll move into the real dumb shit. Let's start with, uh, well, kid baseball. It's not quite as romantic as, you know, playing catch with a kid, maybe teeing them up, rip some dingers. Here, let's take a look here. This is, uh, this, this is father son. I mean, this might be some archive video of Retina's kid. Isn't this cute? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a hardball. Listen to it. Oh, aluminum bat. Oh, <laughs> kid rattles one right off his dad's melon. You need surgery there. Now, if, uh, Oh. If the melon's bad, where would it be worse? Will be the question. If you're going to get drilled with, you know, anything, wouldn't you rather take it in the beans than right in the? Let's take a mind? look because uh, this is a hardworking uh, industrial truck here, and we got to get these lug nuts off or whatever they're called here. Oh, <laughs> oh dude! Oh. Guys are stupid. Yeah, dumbin. Just working right, on that John Deere right there. You can't get oh. that loose. Now, speaking of guys are idiots, what if you were offered to go into remember those like uh those balls they would do at the intermission? You'd get in them and oh, run yeah. around and bump into each other. It was like you'd become a, a game of like Plinko or whatever. They were doing that at a bowl event. This is not the stampede, but this does feel like uh something that drunk rat might have got into in his 20s. Check the hang time here. Is uh, the what do they call these things? Do we know? It's like uh, they're in- inflatable balls. Yeah. That drones. A lot of have. balls talk on the uh, Pinder report. You didn't put it today. in there, Ryan. Okay. Okay. It's well, not in there, job, so Ryan. Uh, next. Ryan. We'll have that tomorrow for you. <laughs> Rhett's a big cat guy, but the problem is, is he's a little too protective about his cats. This is Rhett. Touch my cat. Discussing uh, with his neighbor. Apparently, his cat. Apparently. Been sauntering over and hanging with his neighbor. Rhett wants no piece of that. This is our cat. Please leave him at our house don't stop stealing my cats no i'm not I'm, our cat. you understand our cat i'm not even in my yard right now how what am i doing the, the, the gates open you're unreasonable people you're holding our cat how i'm not even in there i want you to explain how if you would go in your yard and say mercury go home don't come in our yard anymore she they will want not you to- she's a cat she doesn't speak english oh really you 
This this doesn't mean go home? No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Okay. Great idea. All right. oh. No. So the cat doesn't eat and drink anything over there, right? No. Oh, no. Never. Right? No. Never. No. No. Never. Never. Yeah. yeah. Never. Yeah, you cat pervert. <laughs> I have cat done. Pervert. I've done nothing cat to bring pervert. the cat. Literally I've done nothing to bring the. This dude's lost. This dude, he's lost it. He's lost it. Right, that summer hair looks nice. I love the highlights coming in. Give him a cat. He's lost it. He's lost it. He's lost it. Oh, oh no! He threw the bird at the end. Oh. On my property. Oh, so we're calling the police because you're harboring our cat. Harboring a cat. Then harboring. Is that a crime? No what it was something Dude, else? You're harboring my dog. Oh, my cat forever. Yeah, what crime is that? What crime is that? You know what? There's a crime about you harboring my cat. What crime is that? Against the law. What crime is that? It's called harboring an animal. I can understand being angry if my cat was in your yard. You're angry because your cat is in my yard. Right? You can just send my cat home. Right? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with stupid, but it's oh pretty good. Oh my god, sometimes. I was gonna say that's just such an incredible level of stupid. Yeah. And I like the bird. Yeah, you gotta do the thing with her. Yeah. Oh, you're quite a bad guy. <laughs> she like she, she's just chirping or saying something. Talking. Oh, you're not feeding our cat. Dude, get your cat out of my yard. <laughs> cat pervert. <laughs> Let's get the shirts made. Yep. Cat pervert. Cat Let's pervert. go. <laughs> and uh, finally, we'll, uh, Rhett, uh, do we do a viewer discretion as advised? What do we say here? This is Stampede. Things get crazy. Remember we had the uh, thing that was caught on camera about five years ago. Yeah. And this is a different level of disturbing, but maybe more disturbing. So let's take a peek here. I believe this is Stampede. Don't understand. Brian, explain this video. Uh, there is a police officer on a horse that seems to be going to the washroom. Someone seems to think that's some sort of a soft drink dispenser. So there is a there is a city policeman on horseback. The horse is urinating on the sidewalk. <laughs> is this one of Rhett's weird and medical things? And someone is catching some of the urine. plastic cup under for a free fill. Filled it looks his... like apple juice. It's not, sir. I assure That's you. That's not a keg, buddy. That's not a Slurpee machine. <laughs> you are not at 7-Eleven, dude. It's not Mountain Dew. That's, um, we're sorry, and that's the Pinder Report. It's fresh, though, right? Fresh squeezed. Nice and warm. Oh, <laughs> all right. That's enough. Village Honda, we're very sorry about how this is oh, going. Geez. Goodness gracious. If you are making a summer road trip, make sure you stop by Village Honda first. Get that vehicle. Make sure you're all road ready. Village Honda, your one-stop automotive destination in YYC. They're worth the trip, and they're your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall. It's Village Honda and VillageHonda.com. Sorry. There's a lot of stupid there. And I've saved some for tomorrow because I didn't even get the Did you have to end there. with the horse piss? 
I feel like that's kind of how you go. Right? We could have ended with the cat and had some good yucks, and it would have been, oh, see, now we brought it back around. It's a nice finish after the disgusting horse video. There was two options there, and uh, it was I chose the horse piss to end. Harboring a cat. <laughs> cat pervert! <laughs> but I want to see this cat. It's probably like I know high end yeah. cat. What are those I, ones that are like yeah. carried by royalty in the in the, somewhere in the in the far east? And they're like they're they got to be special cat here. Mercury. Oh, so they don't understand this? No. Does this does <laughs> this? Cat. It doesn't speak English. Oh man! And you know what, <laughs> Jack? How much other shit does that guy deal with with that crazy? Name? Oh, I know. It's tip of the iceberg. You start filming. There's, I'm there's a history. I'm telling you, it might be the, his greatest asset right now. That's that a content dude machine. Needs to interact with those folk on a daily basis and keep us updated. I'm telling you, he just he happened to purchase a home next to a content mine. That I is do a like gold mine of content. Yeah, I cat do like pervert. the straight line. I I. I would be mad if if my cat was in your yard. You could be mad. You could be mad. You're mad because your cat is in my yard. It's a, yes. Oh, you're not harboring. It. <laughs> I'm gonna call the cops. Okay, good. Excellent. Call the cops. Please do for harboring a cat. I had crazy, crazy, crazy neighbors, and I can tell you uh, where it's here. Really? Yeah. Okay. Past the people, tense. The people who just before anyway. Mm -hmm. No good. You would think, oh, they're they're absolutely crazy. And there's interactions and stuff that you could film and maybe have some chuckles. There's no chuckles when it's real life living next to you. Because you true. don't know how, how crazy crazy, crazy is. Yeah, crazy. Can Nothing's off the table for crazy. That's the yeah. thing about crazy. You don't know what it's doing next. Yeah. Here, at least you feel like, okay, if they're loving the cat, their cat lovers are not going to drug your animals or something. But crazy's crazy. So think about crazy. You don't know where crazy's going. And you next. don't know where crazy ends. Yeah. No good. Stupid. Yeah. Am I harboring your dog? Is that what it is? Yes. I keep feeding it, and I do. I, I do feed him. Pervert. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Rhett's mad. How dare you harbor my dog yeah, that I dropped off with oh. food and papers and leashes? I keep doing this, and he keeps Tell staying. Tell him to run to Buffalo. Yeah, he keeps staying. That's not only that. I'm going back to uh, the hearing loss clinic next week. You're excited. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about this for a couple weeks now. It's time. It's time, you know. I have said it before. I'll say it again. If you have not gone for a hearing assessment in forever, uh, like forever for sure, then it is time. It might surprise you what, uh, you know, what's going on in your head. I thought maybe I had some, you know, maybe a couple bagels and some toast that I'd lost along the way. Clean ears. Clean ears. Clean ears. Your dog pervert. Warm heart. But uh, but definitely some worth going and getting things checked out. And we've been saying this. There are, And it's been proven medically. There are serious health risks linked to untreated hearing loss. Now, maybe you go and you get a hearing assessment done. It's like, oh, you're pretty good. There's a little bit here. But, you know, that can be dealt with or you don't need to worry about it. Or maybe there's something going on that you need to address. Four Calgary locations. There are nine in in all, which is, we were talking with Wolvie before. Rodsy's very busy. He's busy. Yeah, he's got nine clinics on the go. And he's, you know, jet setting around. He's got to enjoy his life. Well. Yeah. Four Calgary locations. One in Shaughnessy, the University District, Northwest in the Crowfoot Business Center, and the North Hill Professional Offices. Go and get it in. Get it into, you go see, the, we've been saying this, you go see the dentist, you go do all this stuff, routine, taking care of your body, mm -hmm. taking care of yourself to be the healthiest 
version of you that you can be a big part of that is your hearing as well. Hearingloss.ca is the website. And uh, more details coming up on my next visit. We'll be uh, going in there and doing another little video for you. Good. Yes, sir. You taking the 10 man? I think so. Yeah. Tema's not happy because Jack broke uh oh. Jack broke a camera here in the studio apparently yesterday. So now he's got what happened, Jack? Jack, what's going what on? What are you doing? Um, it's a bit hungover and <laughs> put the bottle down, Jack. <laughs> hungover. Put the, bottle uh, down. the camera fell over and broke. So Tamman came through for the boys. Tamman always comes through. Never boys. good when you they can blame the booze when you screw things up. Yeah. Man. I like the honesty though. At I least do. if you're drinking on the job, you can fire the guy. He's just hung over. It's useless. Yeah. Because when Wolverine did it, he blamed somebody else. That's At least right, Jack's yeah. taken. Yeah, I appreciate that. Fault. Yeah. There's a two-man club, though, now. It's the lens-breaking club. Yeah. you got two honorary members here. That's Let's right. Keep it at that, shall we? We should probably come up with a better system than what we have. No, I like the chords everywhere. It's kind of like a jungle gym or Mission it Impossible. Is. you got to yeah. pay attention. Yeah. And, uh... It's like hopscotch. God forbid you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're. Thing is, second. if you took down one thing in here, you'd probably have a nice domino effect, and really, yeah, the, it would just be. Yeah, could do some real damage in a hurry. Um, so we're gonna do a show again tomorrow, right? Yeah, sure. We're doing shows. There's yeah, lots this week going least... on. So, oh, there's so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna retire another jersey. Give us something to talk <laughs> about tomorrow. We could hope and pray. <laughs> Conroy's not doing anything. At least you know. At least the team's coming through with something. Hey, Trade Carlson tomorrow. Could do that, please. Hopefully, like before 10 a.m. It's got to be early enough, too. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't help us at three. Is that deal? It sounds like the two biggest suitors publicly that we're hearing about are Pittsburgh, which is interesting, mm -hmm. and Carolina, which is unsurprising. Yeah. And yet kind of surprising. Well, I obviously Carolina wants. I mean, they're pretty deep on the blue line as it is. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a little surprised to what end they would go after it. One thing we didn't Fine. talk about is because uh, they were going to get Tony D'Angelo. Tony D finally got bought out. Who, uh, instead of having to trade for him and give up something, they can now just add him for nothing. If if you want to, what's the deal with Tony D'Angelo? I think guy's probably a Richard, but there's some good hockey skills in there if you slot him properly. He's a fine hockey player from all appearances. Yeah, it's a rather one-dimensional, but a, a very coveted skill set. If I'm the Canes, I'm going to stand pat. I like my score. I don't want Tony D and Eric Carlson. Ooh. I do like the guys that actually defend that are called defensemen. Well, and they have a lot of those, well, but Carlson's you don't not need that to... guy either. Got well, that's Bobrov what I mean. Carlson and Bobrovsky'd in the they got like... Burns and Burnsy. So, like, like they should have won. They could have, if they get up against Vegas, they might have a better chance. They might win. It's a deeper team, right? Like, don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't it's not too much, fellas. Well, and they had no Svetch, too. Everyone forgets that. There you, it was go. Like, you know, one of their best offensive weapons. And they, Svetch. it wasn't a sweep, Dean. It wasn't a sweep. It was a sweep, but it was tight. It was, it was a very close one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see if I found because I had, uh, hmm. I kept this, uh, this tweet. Flyers announced they've placed Tony D'Angelo on waivers, so they bought out. So this is the termination or yeah, for the buyout? Was, well, it was the buyout. They, they, okay, they first thought it was going to be termination, but yeah. it's a buyout. So the second year of the $10 million deal, so $5 million Flyers. This is from uh, Stephen Wino, who mm -hmm. is a longtime reporter. Instead of signing Johnny Gaudreau last summer, Chuck Fletcher traded a first round, two second rounders, a third rounder, and a fourth rounder, and Robert Hag in separate deals 
for Rasmus Ristolainen and Tony D'Angelo, oh. then signed each of them two contracts worth $5 million a year. So you lost the player, four picks. High picks. High picks. And you're now paying D'Angelo to not play for you. Yeah. But they had no room to add Johnny Gaudreau as a free agent last year. They had too much money tied up. It, that was kind of like you had entered Shirelli Benning territory there at the end of the Chuck Fletcher chapter. Yeah. And that's another one of those things, and you've talked about it. Can you be a general manager in the National Hockey League? The entire hockey world yeah. looked at the Ristolainen deal that's specifically as like, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking? You can add that player, but like, my goodness, you, A, trading him for that many assets, bad deal. He's not worth that. And then B, paying him the money. Well, he's not worth that either. Yeah. So it was like, I don't have a problem with Rasmus Ristolainen being in the NHL, but unloading first and seconds in the cap space that they did asinine that's dangerous and maybe it's not the situation guys in philly would be able to tell you more but when you have a gm near the end who's hearing footsteps uh -oh. i got a gm for my job i gotta well let's get some bodies in there now picks don't matter to me because i'm not going to be here anyway let's get some players there's uh, make us better so you think johnny would have signed there hey god almighty see we can do this john we can do this well yeah. that's a no Sure you can. I Why? mean, we could be better than Chuck Fletcher that day. Yeah. For sure. In that in that sense, yeah. doing nothing was yeah. better than anything he could have if done. If that's the kind of stuff Connie's looking at, I'm glad he's doing nothing. Yeah, go take sitting at your cottage, Connie. Take the summer. Just relax. Chill back. You're going to be busy. No, I saw Let this. Let people phone you. Because we had talked about this, and I don't know if you want to necessarily get... Congrats to Craig Conroy on being <laughs> inducted into the New York State Hockey Did he Hall go? of Fame. I, I don't saw some announcements. Know. I don't know that he went. I don't know that he went, but he has been inducted into the New York State Hockey Hall. Of I uh, stop yourself there. No. <laughs> stop yourself okay. there. Is it the New York State Hockey Hall of Fame? Or is it the and New York is it a registered uh, what I don't entity? Mm -hmm. Nonprofit, yeah. Because hmm. I've got some stories on this. Which is why, yeah. There's a lot of... It's the state of New York. I mean, it's, it's New York one way or the other, right? This is... I mean... It's a big could, deal. I it's could start in a New company York. called New York... Alberta. Hall Repairs. And I don't Hall. need to be in New York. I'm... The Alberta Hall of Fame. Maybe. Dean, you were inducted. Yeah. I'm going to nominate you. Uh, we got a hotel room for you. It's 500 a night. And uh, <laughs> you can pay for this blazer and trophy. We'll let you talk. Yeah. <laughs> You're now this love it. tell some stories. I'm I'm taking this from FlamesNation.ca and Ryan Pike. So if Pike bomb, careful. So either I'm throwing Pike under the bus or it's you gotta take it. In 2022, the New York State Hockey Hall of Fame held its very first induction class hosted in Troy, New York. New institution aims to honor those who have contributed greatly to hockey in the state, with its inductees being a combination of those from New York who have achieved great things elsewhere, yeah. and those from elsewhere who have achieved great things in the state. Craig Conroy, general manager of the Calgary Flames, one of 16 honorees in the second induction class on Sunday night. This article was written not that long ago, so it was very recent. 21 hours ago. Um, and the Calgary Flames on their Twitter had the congrats Connie, one of the uh, nominees, into the New York State Hockey Hall of Fame. The class of 2023. Sunday, July 16th, Hilton Hotel in Troy. 
Jacket and tie dress, 150 bucks a seat, right? Let's see. I'll text them here and see if. Uh... I don't want to talk about it because I'm I'm a secondhand person. Oh, Buffalo's in New York. I feel like you just you're, it's only a matter of time, right, before you're in one of these classes. I, I, and I think 2024, maybe. You know, you know who else was inducted into that yeah. was uh, goaltending great uh, Malarchuk. Malarchuk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Dave Taylor. Yeah, sure. Uh, who else were some names? Well, I'm seeing in this in uh, again from the Pike Bomb: uh, John Tanelli, Dave Taylor, uh, Mark Pavlich, Barry Melrose, Danny Gare, Stan Fischler, longtime sports writer out I'm there. Hello. Uh, so there's a lot of names. Some of these uh, you may or may not recognize, but those would be the ones that maybe you do recognize. So Al Michaels inducted, couldn't make it, did not attend. Conroy is from Potsdam, New York. He sure is. And where is that? Uh, New York. Okay. We call that upstate. Is that fair? Yeah. And would it Montreal. be? Montreal. near Montreal. Yeah. And is that not near Clarkson as well? Clarkson's there? I don't know. I went to Clarkson. So would you? can you go into the New York I believe I State can. Hall of Fame? I believe I can. Because you have spent time in New York. Now, yeah. is there a actual hall? Is it a physical hallway? Like a building with a hallway? Is there a building that hosts and... Uh, Maybe it's a hall on wheels. Has so memorabilia? And, uh... There's a website. Yes, there so is. So it's got to be a thing. I think what we're uh, there's alluding a to, to is there's a bit of a backstory that this is... Uh, a big crock of shit. Oh, Dean. I mean, what, what, we're dancing around it. You're saying the quiet part out loud. It's on the YouTubes, whatever. I think it's a big crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she said it quietly. That's better. <laughs> Which is not to take away from anything. I Craig think Conroy it's great. I career. brought it up to you. Did I not? That I was in the Northtown Center in Buffalo, and there was this <laughs> dumb picture on the wall there yeah, and he'd been inducted to some so now he's in two new york state hockey hall of fame it's gotta be it's a lot amazing. of amazing competing halls very deserving of being in a hall very of fame good. of Clark some sort clarkson is in downtown potsdam though. is it if there's such a thing as downtown it's downtown right the, potsdam right on the river that's incredible yeah. i mean i'm in i'm not in a hall of fame i would be all i and I never will be. I think. You I think. To, it, do to, your town not have a hall of fame? What about a? Does your town have a uh, museum? No. Oh no. They don't have a museum with old, shitty old tractors and stuff. No. Well, uh, there might be some agricultural yeah, thing outside of town. That, there is a hockey in the in the Roblin Arena, mm -hmm. uh, and there's some because uh, Sean Yakamishin from Roblin, little small town. Played for the Saskatoon Blades. Nope. Um, there are a couple of others. Uh, Mike Gabe or Gabe's went and played NCAA hockey. Okay. Uh, we have a couple of uh, Shelly Cockrell and Jay Jacelyn Hempel now. Jacelyn Carrier, Jay Carrier. They played uh, some. All right, we got know, places to go. Soccer. So it's. Uh, I guess what I'm saying meeting. is, even if the New York State Hall of Fame is a crock of shit, congratulations to Craig Conroy on being inducted. Into that. Is he trying to beg his way into Crock a hall? Of shit. He's just, no, I, just start your own hall. Seems like great business. It, it would just mean I'd have to go out and do something. <laughs> That's true. No, thanks. Maybe do it from um, what can we say about outdoor dental? I need to go. You do. 
I've, I've committed. I will. I'm, I think I'm going to call Dr. J and set up a time. Just uh, for, for teeth, snoring, both? What are we talking about? Uh, just the snoring thing. I, I think, uh, you know, my wife's got a birthday in the fall, and I think what a gift it would what be. What a gift. gift. Yeah. Right. It's better than the bowling ball that said Homer on it that was given to Marge. Not by yeah. much, but it's, you know, yeah. it's the thought that counts. Now, were you saying something? Now, Dr. J. Patel, there's kind of a connection through uh, your brother. Dr. J's loving uh, being a part of Barn Burner. We're great. so happy to have him. Too many Lots of people coming in. Come in and check it out. Now, what it is, it's the Soleil laser. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know who, it's another one of those things. How would you ever think to do that be, well, with this sort of thing? People are smarter, smarter than us, Dean. Yeah, yeah. Smart people. Way smarter the than Soleil us. The Soleil laser, it eliminates all the, you know, hooks and chainsaws and hammers that people use in Where regular dental offices. Where are you going to get your dental work? Tink, 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 tink. You don't need any of that. With the laser, it's so it's less intrusive. You're relaxed. You're comfortable. It's pain-free. And then they took the laser, and on your soft palate, they give it a little, two, two little uh, visits, 15 minutes or so, painless, and your snoring could be uh, completely eliminated. Certainly improved a ton. Better sleep. Those around you have better sleep. Everyone's happy. Your roommate will be thrilled with you. So why wouldn't you try it? So Dr. J. Patel, yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like you guys are taking us up on it. It's all we ask. Go and have a visit. Hear more, learn more about it. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it could change your life. And Outdoor.Dental is the website. Outdoor.Dental. Dr. J, just one of the best. Great guy. Tell him we sent you. And... Uh, Again, stop being a pinder. You get down. I'm gonna go now. Did you say you had the conversation with your wife about whether or not you snore, and it was you you don't snore? No, no, I definitely know I snore, and it's just now because um, you know my roommate and I share the same bed. I get videos of me oh, no. where it's like you didn't breathe for like 40 seconds here, and then when you did, it sounded like right. you're starting a lawnmower. What the hell's happening here? So I should be looking for those videos now too, because we have plenty of. Well, no, she doesn't put them on the interwebs, but oh. yeah, you could. You know, slide into her DMs, Good see what she comes up with. <laughs> Not sliding into her DMs. <laughs> She's got enough guys. Outdoor.dental is the website. Go and say hi to Dr. J. Dr. J. Patel. Good guy. Um, Betway Bets. Let's do it. Betway Bets. Get that Betway app on your phone. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Betway. Our buddies at Betway. Blue Jays back in action after an off day today. They got the San Diego dads in town. Versus, not at. Can try though, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Still drunk. Versus, versus, Don't smash anything. It's in Toronto. It's three games set, and it is Alec Manoa on the bump tonight. Look, he's looking at the. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I... it was an at symbol. Nobody. I'm sure you sent me. The... I'm a Blue Jays honk. I know it's in Toronto. And but did uh, you send the right? Because we know you you didn't send one video. Is it possible that maybe no, no, you no, sent... no. that was separate entity at all? It's all. It says Jays versus Potters. That's right. So versus means they're hosting. That means they're visiting. Sorry, Jack. It's not your fault, Jack. Some nerd alert stuff. You there. Five are you row. are you disputing that? <laughs> you go or? Five in a row, and you get yourself some leeway. Jays have won eight of nine. Eh. Jays coming off an off day, some rest they needed. The bullpen missing Romano. God's home missed run start. champ. The home run champ, first at bat, boom. Uh, they're plus money against the dads here, and I get it. It's Manoa, and it was a start against the Tigers who suck that he looked good in. And prior to that, it was a rough year. But I'm still going to roll with the hot hand at plus money here. And also, I like Bobichet over one and a half total bases. That's not walks. That's just hits. A single double will do it. A couple singles will do it. 
Bo is second on earth in hits in the majors this year. So uh, I like him getting over one and a half at minus 110. It's having a hell of a year. Three years left of those two cats, and they haven't extended either of them yet. So uh, the, the, the young team with the bright future, uh, clock's ticking there, fellas. You got three years to hang a banner or it's poof. So take us. So there it is. That's your Betway ad. There you go. Betway bets of the day. You were just there. What's the atmosphere like? It takes us to a, a Jays game. Uh, Friday was close to a sellout. I'd suggest over forty thousand, and then Saturday was insane. And it was the uh, Hawaiian T-shirt giveaway, which you'll be seeing later this week. <laughs> and uh, I got into quite a a snafu. Would we call it that? Trying. I'm, I was talking to a ticket broker. Ah, just wait till day of. It'll be way easier. These prices are out of whack. Well, it's a t-shirt giveaway. It's a Saturday. They've right. been off for the all-star break. It's the home run king. They won Friday night. And now I'm looking at like 100 US receipts in the 500s. And so that a free t-shirt cost you three grand to take your family to the ball. I mean, I somehow wiggled through it, but it was like touch and go. We got two of them in and then we were waiting, trying to get this transfer to go through. And finally, we all got in there and everything ended well and it didn't cost too much. So, uh, yeah. Dodge the bullet. But they're, they're very excited about this team. It's not a great team, but you could see that they're a couple pieces away from being a great team. A Shohei Otani away from being everyone's a, a Shohei away except the Anaheim Angels, it, it appears. That that's the only team that, that is not a Shohei away. And to be fair, what, what do you need a farm system for? You got three years here. Oh, but <laughs> like if you're gonna win a title, you, you gotta be competitive here. I mean, mm. hmm. I'll take your word on it. I, I love their rotation. There's not a lot of you batters that scare you outside of Bichette and Guerrero. He's got his goggles on. He was just at a game wearing jerseys. Of course I was. No, but I, it's love, a, I love the rotation. If Kikuchi's your five, you're probably fine. If Bassett's your four, the, the, the Manoa is the great unknown. If he's going to look like a duster, okay. But if he's league average, I mean, Gosman's second in Cy Young odds in the AL. Mm-hmm. Brios having a great bounce back year. Bassett's been rock solid. How are your Yankees doing? Blow it up. Blow it up. Or, or go get Otani. One or the other. My, see, I here's what they should do. They should go get Otani, empty the whole system, and then he walks in free agency and they miss the playoffs. Everyone's happy. Everybody wins. Tough news. Uh, Josh Donaldson may be done for the season. <laughs> Good. What's Still up with his playing? calves? It's always his calves. It's always his How calves. How do you hurt your calves so much, Josh? What are you doing? Hey, Jonathan listen. Jacks. Don't. Calves, nothing to fuck around with. Well, yours are fun. How many times you sprained your calf? Uh, once. Bad. Okay. Never mind. I take yeah. it back. Bad. Still swole. Do I still have your air boot? <laughs> <laughs> How did that thing wrap around there? Yeah, so it got in there. Yeah, it's the ski boots that are a son of a bitch. Mm, not fair. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's it for uh, for today, uh, buddies. Thanks for being a part of it. Back tomorrow here Talk in the that. Tower Chrysler studio. Carlson trade tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think so. We'll see what Serge thinks of that deal. We'll see what they think. Uh, Appreciate your support. The sponsors, subscribe and like to the YouTubes. Download the podcast. Tell a friend. Unless you hate it, then don't just shut up. And uh, yeah, more more of our longer interviews are coming out. If you have missed any of the Robin Regeer, there are three parts. Go and get it in your ear holes. You got a road trip coming up. You got uh, the summer travel. Get those downloaded on your Wi-Fi and hit the road with ease, my friends. All right, buddies. See you tomorrow.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 